Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and we are so excited to have Austin here with us. Austin just won 3-0 state championship, which is very hard to do. Congratulations, Austin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, can you start off and tell us why you started playing adult tennis? Sure. Um, you know, I played tennis when I was younger growing up. Uh, I felt like uh, as the oldest of four boys, my parents were always looking for uh, somewhere for us to burn off some energy. So, you know, in the summertime, it was kind of tennis season. So we'd go to swim team in the morning and, and tennis clinics afterwards. And so, you know, probably up until fifth or sixth grade, it had some kind of foundation of tennis. Um, and then from that point on, you know, maybe once every two years, we're at a tennis court. I go, let's go hit. So very fun, very, very casual. And then about two years ago, my wife, who, who never played tennis, started kind of wanting to get into it because my mother still played. And so, you know, for the social aspect as well as the competitive side. And so, you know, I'm sitting there as a grown man, like, man, I have really no competitive outlet in my life. And once again, grew up playing a lot of sports. So I was like, man, tennis, you know, you know, I can get a little bit of exercise. It's pretty competitive. And, you know, I, it only takes an hour and a half, two hours, right? So, you know, I've got three kids now. There's no way I can get away for four hours to play around mm-hmm. at all. So, you know, tennis was really that sweet spot for me that, that kind of checked all those boxes. And so um, just got back out going to some drills kind of casually with uh, a good family friend who was a, a pro running some stuff and just really kind of fell back in love with the sport. And then um, from that point on, it was like, okay, how do, how do I play more often? Who can I play with? How do I play on a league? And, and it's really just escalated from there. Yeah. That competitive spirit stays with you, right? Your whole, mm-hmm. your whole life. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the reasons I did it too. I was like, I need a sport as an adult, but there's like two golf and tennis yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm the same way. I don't have six hours to do golf. So <laughs> yeah, I, I did the same thing. So can you tell us how you found your team and you know, sure. I know you're a captain. So did you gather people? Did you know, you know, did you know certain, were you put in touch with players? Yeah. So right when I had caught this bug, I actually had just had an ankle scope surgery in January. So I had a couple months to recover from that. Uh, then started kind of playing in the summertime. And then right at the end of the summer, we actually moved to North Carolina. So all my tennis connections were just, were gone. <laughs> it was wow. just like, all right, got to start it from scratch. So came up here, someone uh, thankfully introduced me to the meetup app and the TTE group. So I was started oh, yeah. playing with some of them on the back end of the fall. Um, and then I think I got plugged in with Western weight, maybe on their website or Facebook group and just saw, you know, Hey, sign up for leagues are coming sign up. And so I just, you know, filled out a random form, a little sign up genius and, uh, and played false singles, uh, in 2019, which was a weir- very weird experience. Cause there was only three courses being played. I didn't know anyone. So it was even ah. hard to get to know someone. Cause it was right. just so few people, you know, not a lot of matches. Um, and so then come springtime, you know, it's kind of at this crossroads where like, man, do I want to keep playing league or do I want to, you know, just play with this kind of meetup group and with friends. But I like the idea, once again, of striving for something. So I was like, all right, I'll do this again. And then I made the mistake of checking the box of, you know, 
Would you Are captain? you willing to captain? Right? <laughs> yep. like, well, I mean, if it means playing tennis, like Doomed. I'll do it, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, I think the, the second I submitted, I got an email from Western. Right. Thanks for captaining. Here, here's your team. And so. Congratulations. Um, You're now a captain. Yeah. yeah. And I've never, I've never been able to not be a captain since then, you know. And, but, you know, so my, my first team and the team that we, that we won state with actually was just, you know, a sign-up genius. Everyone kind of threw their name in the hat and it, it really is amazing. We, we talked a lot about it at state, even um, how close we've become and, and just yeah. how even similar stages of life. A lot of us are, you know, we were a bunch of younger guys who were trying to get into tennis, but didn't really know anyone or have a right. club to join. And so we meshed really well. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, it's as simple as that. Just I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Western Wake for helping yeah. us get the team together. Yeah. That's amazing. That's such a cool way that it happened. That's serendipity right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I captain a lot as well. Um, and there are really good parts of captaining or really not so fun parts of captaining. So mm-hmm. do you have a best and a worst part of captaining? Sure. So I would say uh, probably the strategy of is what I love most about captaining, cool. right? Every It's, you know, the pregame to me is part of the game, right? Just right. throwing people on the court. In my mind, you're going to lose that way. So I'm always thinking of, all right, who, who can I play together? Who plays well together? Um, when someone's out that week, who can I fill in that, that will mesh very well. We do like, or at least personally, I like to look at who we're playing and see kind of where they're ranked and maybe even do a little, uh, tennis record, you know, Mm -hmm. digging, see where their players are at. And it kind of, uh, that I really enjoy. And it, it's weird because it kind of creates this like stress within me where I'm like, oh man, like I need to make sure I do this right. But it also, when it works out in the end and we, and we win, then that's when it feels really good. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like this part. Um, I think the most negative part is an easy one, and that is uh, makeup matches for rain delays. Right. Oh my <laughs> the gosh. Worst, worst possible thing about captaining, trying to coordinate so many people. And I've tried it a hundred different ways. Um, I never can seem to figure out the exact best way to handle those. But, you know, somehow we make it through. So. Right, right. Austin, you talked a little bit about that. You looked at tennis record. Um, is that the research you did before? And also, did you flip courts at state? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Great question. Yeah. So that is not all the research we did. Um, uh, after our first match, we actually went and watched a team that we played later in the week. They were playing after us. So we went and we eyed them up, make sure they saw us out there too, of course. Um, <laughs> and then I've got to give a shout out to my guy, Paul Narula, on my team. He... Every day, he would send over a Google spreadsheet that had, I guess it was all information from Tennis Record, but he had who played which court, everyone's record from who we, against the teams we played. And it was super helpful, yeah. especially after we won the first two matches and everyone kept telling us like, hey, they're going to start rolling courts on you guys. You need to be ready for that. So we started kind of eyeing who was where um, and, and we got courts rolled on us, um, right. which you know, put us in a weird place because we were like, do we roll? But then we didn't want like our stronger courts playing weak courts. And so like mm-hmm. ultimately we just kind of sat down and we were like, look, we think we're the best team here and like we can beat anyone no matter where they put us. So even if they try to give us trash courts on our, you know, first courts, like we are strong enough that we can do that. And so we never rolled and um, wow. it worked out for us in the end, but it was a conversation we had before every single match of whether or not we roll and should we roll and if we thought they were going to roll. And then when we turn in, they'd call out names and our team would cheer every time. They'd be like, okay, you know, Austin and Mitch. Like, yeah. And so, but the second, the second they would call out their people for a D1, we would know, okay, like they rolled us. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, it was a uh, it was a strange experience for sure, but we ended up not rolling at all. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. So you call it roll, we call it flipping. That's okay. interesting. Did you get that from like your childhood, or is that just what someone? Um, I think someone had just mentioned it to me. Yeah. Just yeah. that's funny. I've never heard it said that way, but I like that. I like. I that do too, Aaron. Flipping. I'm gonna start saying that instead of flip. Are we gonna roll and just <laughs> right? see what? Feel free. Let's roll. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he must have yeah. had a very good team too to be yeah. like, no, we're the best team. Um, yeah, up, you know, awesome. up and down the roster. Well, I think like one, I, I think confidence has a lot to do with that, right? So like, if you think you're going to play well, you'll play well. So like, yeah. that was kind of like as a captain, what I was trying to instill in the team. One and two, I, you know, having been with these guys for two years now, you know, I knew where we were strong at, and particularly in the singles um, side. So we had two really strong singles courts. So I felt like either one could play S one. So it didn't do anybody any good mm-hmm. rolling there. And then, you know, all three of our doubles courts were really strong. And so I, I knew without a doubt we could get at least one of the doubles courts. And so, you know, it was kind of like, look, if you don't want to play good tennis and you want to play a lesser court, like that's fine. But mm-hmm. like, we're going to be where we're supposed to be. Yeah. We actually had that same experience at three, five states a couple years ago, right, Carolyn? Yes. Um, we had, um, actually we had two, we had both our 18 over and 40 over team go. We flipped our singles players back and forth every single time. And same mm-hmm. thing, we knew we had strong doubles courts. Mm-hmm. So we made it all the way to the semifinal for 40 over and felt really, I think, what, I don't know what we did for 18 over, Carolyn, but I don't think we made, made it pretty semis. far in both. Yeah, we went pretty far, but yeah. it was like one game yeah, difference and we lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everyone was so bummed at the end. I'm like, dude, we just took North Carolina, you know, like we're in North Carolina. It's really strong tennis. Yeah. yeah. And we got to the semifinal at the state tournament. That's pretty good. So yeah. pretty awesome. proud of that. We really appreciate Austin speaking with us. There is a part two to this episode where Austin will discuss what it was like only having eight guys available for states, how rain can sometimes be beneficial, and the celebration that included a teammate doing a backflip. If you'd like to see a picture of Austin, please check out our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.